0: Knock, knock. Who's there? Ho, ho. Ho, ho, who? Boy, Yetta, your ho, ho, ho needs a little work.
1: Ah, That's a real good dad joke. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward. Anyway, we are excited because I, Yetta Decker,
0: and I'm Ken Decker, and That's we why get to, you're excited.
1: Yeah, I am because we get to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques, thoughts, tools, tips, and some tactics that we all need, we all deserve. You, I, everyone, so that we can turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we get to live the best life possible. And so in this episode, we're going to consider how do we come out of whether it's a vacation or whether it's the holidays or whether it's a little break from work, how do we come out of those times, downtimes, rejuvenated, energized, engaged, and ready to go rather than depleted and exhausted and a lot tired?
0: Well, I know I used to come out of Christmas season, holiday season with Just a total exhaustion. Now, part of that was the career we have or had, right? In this career, we get the advantage of of things slowing down a little bit around the Christmas season. Not as many homes sell. And we can spend more time with the people we love, the people that energize us, Mm -hmm. and not people who might deplete us
1: right and the cool thing is when we do have a client that wants to look at a house christmas eve which we have done more than once or right through the cusp of the holidays or even when we're on vacation for that matter but really during the holiday times whether it's thanksgiving or whether it's easter or whether it's some sort of seasonal holiday people that are looking on those seasonal holidays Mm -hmm. are generally highly motivated and they're usually in a good mood too yeah, so absolutely. in fact they bring energy and mm-hmm. so we're not saying we don't want you to call us on those holiday times because if you do we know that you need the help now otherwise you wouldn't want to be doing it right then that's true which is kind of cool so finding people the who's in your whoville as i always say especially when I wear my pink Cindy Lou Who coat
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: the who's in your whoville have more to do with you coming out of the holidays or any time away, even a vacation.
0: Now, maybe they haven't seen the Grinch who stole Christmas. And maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But the, the whole point of that story is the Grinch comes and he steals what he thinks is Christmas. He steals their Christmas dinner. He steals their Christmas trees. He steals all their presents then he takes them up into the mountain and he's about to throw them over the edge of the mountain. And what does he hear coming from the city? The happy singing of all the
1: Who's in Whoville.
0: Because they're with their Who's. And And that's what it's all about.
1: And the real present of any time together is the other person. It's not the stuff. If it's a vacation or a holiday that's focused around stuff, it's the present is really the other humans in Mm -hmm. your particular Whoville. So what we're encouraging you is make sure that those that you hang out with over the holidays or on vacation are people that actually bring you energy. Otherwise, you're going to come out of your vacation. I mean, if you're anything like me, I've done it way too many times. I come home from vacation needing another vacation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it has to do with who did I hang out with and how were they behaving?
0: Yeah, you know, what's really cool is I was uh, recently I was down in Toronto for a real estate conference and President Bill Clinton was speaking. And here you've got the president, right? And he's talking about getting together for the holidays with his family and the extended family. And he said there's uh, about, I think he said 36 of them. And what they do is they go around the table and they share gratitude. And he said, it's unbelievable. And I thought it was kind of neat that he stole our tradition. I know, right?
1: Like, how dare he?
0: He says, in the midst of people having tragic years, loss of family, Mm. loss of jobs, whatever the case may be.
1: Lots of hard stuff. Because life is hard
0: said, it's phenomenal to hear people's gratitude for what they're grateful for. And so that was really touching that even the president, the past president of the United States, what's important to him, who's he going to spend the holidays with? And
1: who, like who's in the room. And, and then part of the who is what kind of conversations are we going to have? Hmm. Because the wrong who's won't have the right conversation. Oh. Right. So again, it comes down to the, the who's in your whoville.
0: Yeah. And I think some people like light, airy, fluffy conversations, not the one sitting beside me. She wants that depth of conversation because if you start talking about the hockey game or the weather, you're going to lose her pretty quickly.
1: I can put enough energy and focus and attention into meeting anybody about anything i will do it and it wouldn't be my preference no and, and you're going to ask
0: them some questions that are going to take you deep quickly
1: sometimes
0: most of the time
1: well there are times
0: 99.98 percent of the that's time that's not
1: true there are times where i too want to be rejuvenated just by rest I mean, I have a lot of introvert tendencies, even though I can bring it when I'm in public. I like to sit and have my solitude, my replenished time, my quiet time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And so it doesn't have to always be in depth. There's times my brain is tired and I can't have a real conversation. But notice I just called. A meaningful conversation, a real conversation. Uh I did catch myself. If you didn't catch me, I caught me. That's a real conversation in my mind. So it is my preference. And not always do I have the energy for it.
0: No, if you're super tired, you don't have the energy for a depth of conversation. And probably you're going to choose not to be with people.
1: If I can help it. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) There's some truth there. He's ratting me out on all my little Uh, quirks and idiosyncrasies. Yeah. So
0: who's going to be in the holiday season with you? Are you going to invite somebody that maybe is lonely or maybe you're the lonely? And sometimes other people don't think of you and that makes it hard. And how do you this is a question for you. If you're lonely and you're maybe single or you've lost a family member or something, you're, you're, the rest of your family's far away or maybe you're disconnected, how do you manage to get invited to somebody else's family?
1: Well, I've done it, so I know that. Okay, the how answer. did you do it? So I think for me, one of the things is depending on how comfortable I am with the person, there's two probably strategies I use. Well, first, I actually pray about it. Like, who am I supposed to spend time with, Mm -hmm. right? I will think about who can I bless, even though I'm looking for company, who can I bless in the midst? Mm -hmm. So is it a time to volunteer? Is it a time to do something to serve someone else? That may well be a choice. And then the other thought is, if I can do that, I can just go serve. I can ask directly if I know the person well enough, hey, can I come over? Or the other strategy is let people know that you're going to be alone. Maybe people that you don't know as well, and I have done that sometimes even with other things, not just time alone, give them opportunity to loan me their car, like when we we're in Mexico, but don't actually say, hey, will you give me your car? Because it didn't seem like I had the relationship or the bandwidth to be able to do it. So put it into the space with no expectation and no attachment mm. to whether they step in to fill the need or not.
0: Yeah. Now, well, I know last year you asked somebody because at Christmas, we, we've celebrated Christmas, Christmas Eve. And Christmas Day, it was just you and I. Well, that's and we, not bad. We can be okay, with just the two of us. But you called up a friend and said, hey, can we crash your Christmas? We'll, you know, we'll bring wine or we'll bring this or you don't have to bring anything. Just bring yourself because it's about who's together. And they, they loved it.
1: Yeah. So what are we grateful for?
0: We're grateful that we are your partners moving forward together on the journey towards wisdom, wealth and worth. Hey, Yara, what did one snowman say to the other snowman?
1: Um, I have no idea. Do you smell carrots? Oh my. Okay, we digress. And so we're excited to um, have created for you free access to over 587 Life's Inside Track episodes where we share the insider tips. We share insights on how to build wealth, how to make house home, how to get the most out of the space that you're living in. And the great news is you get access to them from home, from the office, or even on the go. So, what we're going to explore in this episode is how do we come through those holidays not depleted and, in fact, energized and utilizing our bodies?
0: Yeah, because I know when, you know, we were much, much younger.
1: Oh, you said that like we're ancient.
0: Well, we're getting up there. You know, I don't think I could work 80 hours a week and then jump in my car at 5 p.m., and drive to Barrie five hours. Six, seven, six because hours.
1: often we hit snow and snow rain and rain and, and, rain sleep and freezing and, rain. Yep. Yeah.
0: The one year we there were oh. multiple accidents in front of us. We're coming down the hill and the guy in front of us spins out, the guy behind us. Fortunately I didn't hit the brakes hard. And we pulled over to the side and I was trying to help people and you were screaming at me, get back in the car, you're it's gonna get killed. <laughs> there were people spinning, going up the hill, spinning out, going down. It was pretty precarious. Finally I got in the car and we left because we couldn't really do anything to help anybody. But the point is, at the end of the holiday season, you know, we get that one day off, maybe boxing day off, and then and then right back in it right till New Year's, we left that season exhausted. Right. And many people do, whether they work a lot or they work some. Mm -hmm. some it's a lot of work because they're hosting they're hosting they're cooking they're cleaning they're 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 organizing they have to do everything
1: or they're driving
0: or they're driving to somebody else's home Mm -hmm. or traveling right and the point is how do we come out of this season energized not chewed up and spit out
1: right and one of the things we've talked about is how can we figure out one of the answers is how do we figure out how to stay into motion how can we go for the walk? How can we watch the Christmas lights and go for the walk to see the lights or find a daytime place that it's really pretty, If it's softly fallen snow for that time of year? It's great. But whether we're on vacation somewhere, how do we even come out of anything, any time off, rejuvenated? And mm-hmm. I'm going to say getting in motion. You want to have some rest. You want to have adequate sleep.
0: Won't, won't, won't motion exhaust me if I stay in motion?
1: Not like 24-7, but the more we're idle, if we're too idle, we're also less energetic.
0: You know, I find that if I sleep too much, I'm more tired when I wake up than if I sleep the right amount.
1: Right. So it's how do we, what activities do you like to do? What do you enjoy doing that isn't a chore? Because of the things that chore it takes too much motivation. It takes too much willpower. It takes too much external pressure. It takes too much nagging of your partner to get you doing it if it's not something you like. Yeah. So what? So my question for you is: What do you like to do? Because if we're not making a difference on these episodes, we don't want to keep doing them, right?
0: So my question, Yada? Did that's you? correct? I, I heard you. Okay. Why? Why, so why do it if we're not me? making a difference? Right. And so I got it.
1: we really want you to engage and ask yourself the question. Like, what do you love to do that keeps your body moving just the right amount, even through hectic holiday seasons, Or maybe that energizes you? Yeah.
0: So there's the movement side, which yeah. can energize, but there's also the rest side. Are you going to bed earlier? Can you get to bed in time? Can you sleep in? Can you sit down and watch your favorite Christmas movie, right? Or, you know, some of the best times, I know you're going to hate this.
1: He's not talking to you. He's talking to Yetta because he just touched my hand. So yeah. if you're not watching a video and you're listening on Chri or on our podcast, you won't see the touch my hand. But yeah, he's he, not saying you're going to hate it. You is he yetta. thinks Yetta's going to hate it. What am is, I going to hate?
0: Is the movie marathon? You oh, know yeah. where like we bring out the Die Hard series and we watch four movies in a row, and we just sit and eat stuff and. You know, the only movement is getting up to go to the bathroom or when I turn the massage chair on.
1: Okay, but I thought that's we movement, just finished right? saying movement move- helps.
0: I know, but yeah, movement does. So, I'm not saying that's all we're going to do is sit and watch movies, but we need time to relax and and then get up and go for a walk.
1: Right. Or if you want to, some of your activities might be playing games. There are lots of games that have a fair bit of movement within oh, like them. Twister? Like Twister or like charades or like Taboo where you're standing up or when you're, or when you're acting things out. Gestures is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So playing games can in fact keep you in motion. So we, yeah. like my question for you is what are those things you like to do? Dancing. That cause you to move? Dancing.
0: I like to dance. Yes, you do. Will you dance with me?
1: Yes, I do dance with you. I've been dancing with you for 43 years. I didn't
0: say have you i said would you yes, dance yes i'm
1: going with to keep me, dancing like right now? with you no not right now How come? i got because i'm trying to talk to my friends and so i'm not going to dance with you right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right right after the show yes yes yes
1: okay so You've thrown me off completely because you'll have That's to know. That's my goal that, in life. I know, it really is. You'll have to know this was not at all planned or prepared. We dance was part of our conversation because that is movement. Mm-hmm. What else is movement? Maybe tobogganing, like outdoor activities oh, or skiing. or tobogganing is the best. Right, or snowshoeing cause or skating. You know what's
0: the best about tobogganing? What? Hot chocolate after. <laughs> That's right? true. Anytime you do an outside winter type of sport – it's got to involve high chocolate.
1: If you're Ken Decker. If you're Ken Decker. If you're Ken Decker. Okay. So what other things do we need to skating. think about? I said skating.
0: Did you say skating? hmm Yeah. Skating's good. hmm What other things could you do to be active?
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: You could go, um, what's the word? I think puzzling, it keeps you very active.
1: My puzzling? Yes. And why do you think my puzzling keeps me active? Cuz
0: you have to bend over and move and grab a piece over there and stick it over there and it keeps keeps your body kind of in movement. And sometimes you don't even sit. You stand up and you
1: Yeah, I do actually. I think
0: puzzling keeps you active.
1: That does. I like puzzling. And I'm usually <laughs> listening to a book at the same time unless there's other people there. And so Mm -hmm. then I'm writing in my notebook and then I got to go get my journal and I got to rewind and yeah, all that sort of stuff. So Mm -hmm. what activities will you do to move? And what are you going to do, Mr. Decker?
0: I'm going to have a nap. (laughs) All this holiday and eating and everything. I think think it's important for people's energy that it's okay to unwind and have a nap, especially in the afternoon. There's that sweet time, right? No, it's not. Not like a three-hour nap. I'm talking like the 20-minute to 30-minute nap that re-energizes so that you can be with the people you love and be okay. present and active. Right? Okay. So here's gonna a challenge. I'm
1: going to let you – I'm going to agree with you.
0: I'm going to ask you if you will write out on paper the things you're going to do over the holiday season that, that entail movement and rest and schedule them into your calendar so they actually happen. Thanks for the privilege of growing alongside of us because we are passionate about us all being positioned for generational legacy. Hey Yara, what does a gingerbread woman put on her bed? Icing? No.
1: (laughs) Cookie sheets. <laughs> oh, that's actually a good one. I yeah. like that one. That's a good dad joke. So we're excited that we've been able to come alongside you for over 30 years, not just helping, buying, selling, and investing in real estate over 3,117 times, but coming alongside you to build your fund, build your finances, build your faith, and even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside relationships. So, really, 30 years of building your life, your home, and your wealth. And so, as we continue to explore and discover sort of like what is it that will cause us not to be depleted as we come out of any holiday season,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: we have to talk about the things that we consume.
0: I know, but it's Christmas.
1: That is the wine that I am used to. Like, that's when
0: I eat. Well, no, it's not. I eat a lot of things, but... You know, my favorite saying comes into play this season. I
1: know, it does.
0: And that is, it's not what you eat between New Year's and Christmas that matters. No, sorry, it is. It is what you eat between Christmas and New Year's that matters. (laughs) No, No, it's not.
1: No. No. I can do it for you if you can't do it it.
0: It matters not. What you eat between Christmas and New Year's, what matters is what you eat between New Year's and Christmas. Right. Third time
1: is a charm. Is
0: it ever. Wow, did I mess that up? Awesome.
1: And so now you get to see the good, the bad, the ugly, the lovely, and the beautiful when mm -hmm. we hang out together. Yeah. Not just the things that come together. And so
0: I take that to extremes sometimes. Yeah. And I eat a lot at Christmas time. Right. Now, for me, it kind of works. Not really. I come oh, my out, goodness. I come out not. more tired than I should because I've eaten too much sugar, too much carbs, too much fat. I get it. And yet, I'm one of the fortunate ones, maybe because I'm male, maybe because it's my metabolism, maybe it's because all the sports I play. And I can put on 10 pounds in a week and take that same 10 pounds off. Next week.
1: I know. That doesn't mean it's, it's good for your body though. No,
0: it's not good right? for my body. It doesn't
1: the fact you can do it doesn't actually mean it's the best choice.
0: No, it's not. So, and it's Christmas. So what do we do? What do we do, folks, when it's Christmas and you have a family that loves to eat and you have a family that you know, we grew up I grew up around food at Christmas time. That was special cakes, you know? You know the special cake? You made it for me a couple years ago. I
1: make it. I do make it. And the special ice cream. Then why do you make
0: it if I shouldn't eat it?
1: Because you don't – so here's the thing. You get to plan – You get to envision how you want to feel as you come out of the holiday season, whether it's a vacation getaway, because you're just as equally as willing to overindulge on any kind of holiday, whether it's a seasonal holiday or whether it's a vacation.
0: Oh, you know, the last vacation we took, what happened?
1: I don't know, Ken. Well, we
0: didn't go to an all-inclusive, so that should be a hint.
1: Yeah, I came back two pounds lighter, which is fantastic. So we're going to say what typically happens.
0: Typically, I'll come back five or seven pounds heavier,
1: right? And so really, the bottom line here is plan in advance, set your intention of what you want it to look like. And the biggest thing that has helped me, and it has helped you when you've chosen to do well, it isn't to necessarily rob myself of the childhood favorites. One of mine is Lemon Chiffon, called Citron Fromage in Danish. I grew up on, and I love it very, very much.
0: Mine is Marzipan. I didn't even know that was like a Danish name for it. Marzipan? Yeah. That's almond paste, by the way.
1: Right. And so what I determine in advance is how much will I indulge in? How much and how often? How much and how often. Well, how much sets the standard on how often, I guess. But the quantity and the frequency are probably two biggest things that I will predetermine. And then the other piece of that is I will determine what else I'm going to have in the house that will tempt me equally, that won't necessarily cause me the same Mm -hmm. exhaustion and depletion to my body and my being. What things
0: things entice you equally than cookies and, and desserts and candies and
1: licorice, black licorice? You know I do like black salted licorice. Yes, I do. When I am depleted. Fortunately, I hate it. I know, which is good. So I
0: leave it all for you.
1: I know. And so even fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables entice me as much, especially if I don't have to go get them. So putting Mm. them out, having them prepared in advance, have them sitting there. If the other stuff is in the cupboard for the designated times I want to serve it and Mm -hmm. eat it, then it's the only thing that can entice me because it's the only thing sitting on the counter.
0: Mm. I remember my mom would make cookies and cakes and stuff for weeks and weeks. And then she would scotch tape up the containers so you couldn't get into them. And then she would bring them out at Christmas and only for a short period. But then she'd go, well, why is all this left? We have so much left. You didn't eat it. It's like you can only eat so much in a sitting, right? Like we said, bring it out weeks earlier and just let us nibble.
1: Let us nibble. So, Ken, I've shared some strategies yeah. of how to feel energized and enthused well, coming I like that out
0: one. of. Because I know that when we put fruit on the counter, we eat a lot more fruit than if it's in the fridge. And many times we go to open the fridge and it's gone bad because it's been in there too long. Whereas if it's out on the counter, it's washed, it's ready. We eat a lot more fruits.
1: And vegetables. And vegetables, I think they go hand in hand. Yeah. What is another strategy for you? So I'm saying minimize quantities. I'm saying keep some of the bad stuff. Quarter the pieces. Okay.
0: Quarter the slices because, you know, even half is probably too much. Like you can get the full slice, you can enjoy it. But whether you eat one quarter or the whole slice, you get the same taste in your mouth. The same excitement, the same enjoyment, the same memories, kids' memories. So my strategy is going to be eating a quarter. And not four quarters, but eat a quarter.
1: Because <laughs> sometimes that has been... Yeah,
0: you keep going back. Right. The other strategy is not to use a dinner plate for
1: dessert. Yeah. Right. Right. And... Also, don't eat dessert first. I mean, we do have a fun saying in our house is eat dessert first because you don't know if you're going to be raptured and you won't maybe get Mm -hmm. the dinner at all. So, you should eat dessert first. And we've certainly experienced it. There is times to play with that, but it's limited. So, again, back to limit. Mm. And these are all things you already know. Like, I am sure you know every single thing we've said. The challenge Mm. is knowing them and doing them.
0: Yeah. So set
1: your intention.
0: And I like to have an eggnog and sometimes the eggnog is spiked. And so determining in advance how many I will have in an evening or a week or whatever the case may be, can significantly prevent me from overindulging.
1: Right. So really the bottom line is make a decision in advance and then set your house up. To allow the determination you made in advance to actually be carried out. Because I tell you, when you're tired, when you're over-extenuating yourself, overextending yourself, it's not the time to make these decisions. It no. don't work.
0: No, and also driving. Yeah. You know, if you're exhausted, maybe choose not to drive. If you've been having a few adult beverages, maybe choose to get a rideshare because part of staying healthy and energized by the end of the year is to make sure you arrive safely Exactly. right so know thyself (laughs) and if it's really hard to take a few pounds off then don't put the pounds on over this holiday season and we're honored to be your advocates on this journey of building wealth through real estate and having a life exponential moving forward with the Decker
1: team moving forward together with the Decker team